Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, where we are live covering episode one of season three of Netflix's Dark. It's 1.30 in the morning. My lovely wifey Lisa is here to join me. She stayed up with me. Hello, everyone. And uh, couldn't be more excited to bring you coverage of Dark season three. So we just watched the first episode. We know nothing else. So we're going to go through, talk about the first episode. And uh, maybe speculate at the end, see um, see what we can think about the next episode, and we'll go from there. What do you think, Elisa? Well, I, first of all, think that this episode, for those of you that have been waiting and waiting like Brian, and, you know, to some extent myself, but... Uh, it delivered. <laughs> there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of great little uh, Easter eggs for our fans out there. Um, lots to pick up on, and also a lot to ponder. So I think let's let's maybe refresh a little bit on exactly where we left off from season two, um, and also then it right into the action of uh, this episode. So we just saw the apocalypse happening at the end of season two, right? So feels familiar. <laughs> it's it's actually today, June twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty, right? And not it, it fit, you know, that's on my bingo card, right? Yeah. <laughs> Could happen. So luckily, we're getting this podcast out like first thing of two thousand twenty, June twenty seventh. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, we left off, yes, with the apocalypse. We left off with. Uh, Marta and Jonas having this little interaction, which we are refreshed on again. A couple notes on that later. But, um, to, yeah, catch me up. Where where did we leave off in season two? So, um, Magnus and the teens, they're time traveling with Jonas the Stranger. Um, you have, uh, let's see, Regina, Claudia, they were all in... Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting, right? Because almost none of this matters for the episode one discussion because we're in a completely new world, which is kind of crazy. We didn't really see anything now that, like, because, like, I'm just trying to, like, I'm thinking about as, you know, we're catching up from season two. And I'm like, well, we didn't see anything from any of these characters in this one. You know, but, you're completely right yeah. because I thought that, you know, okay, it's season three, so we should probably recap mm -hmm. exactly where we left off. But now that you say that, you're 100% right. Yeah. That uh, those storylines, uh, maybe we'll pick them up later. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Me and me and Jer talked about this um, last uh, for season one, but we really want to see them go back. to. We want to see what happened in that world. So hopefully we will get some of that. Um, but what is interesting, too, is like, what obviously it reminds us of like episode one, season one, and like there's so many parallels to that. So I think we can draw a lot from just like those two things, uh, from those two episodes. And um, if something from season two comes up, I think we should talk about it too. But. Well, I think that the producers here, I think production did a really good job, not only with the, the timeliness of the release, but uh, for those of you that are new to the show Dark, like my... Like myself, I mean, I've definitely been watching over Brian's shoulder a lot, so I do know a lot. But, you know, for those of you that just started watching Dark, uh, or just started, you know, uh, really loading up in the last few days or weeks, um, this episode felt very familiar. And it actually, I, it was rewarding because I was like, oh, actually, I know about, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it, it was a great entry point for new fans to really latch on, I think. So I think production did a really great job on that. Absolutely. So many of the um, same characters with slightly different tweaks, which was really fun to just pick up on all of those. Everything, 
almost everything, there's some slight changes, but like almost everything that happens is very familiar, like you said. And then it was fun to see like what changed in that world and like what was different too. Well, so the real only connection that we have with the past season, aside from, you know, these very familiar characters, familiar actors setting, um, is we have the repeated scene in the beginning um, Marta comes in, we have Jonas, uh, dead Marta's on the floor, <laughs> but, um, you know, Marta pulls out this snitch looking thing. <laughs> yeah, the golden orb, yeah. Yeah. That, and like, that must be like, not even a time traveling device, but like a device to go between worlds because they don't, tra- like, it's like, what's, it's the question of what world, so. Yeah, lots of devices, uh, lots of fancy things happening here in the world of Windex. Yeah, some, some mad science, yo. <laughs> yeah, lots of technology advances. But once we uh, transport, shall we say, into that world, we're there um, yeah. for the majority of the episode. Except for one brief jaunt to 1888. Which yeah. I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. But... And then we had those three new people too, right? Okay. At the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So that's really... Um, yeah, now that we've kind of made the connection. Mm-hmm. A big surprise for everyone. Um, with this new scene, uh, this new introduction, these three characters. And in the beginning, you know, I had some theories about mm-hmm. maybe Me too. who these characters might be. But ultimately, they go into Helg's home. Yep. And, uh, burn it down. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and talk about this whole part because this part is kind of like a one-off, like you said. Yeah. So, like, then the rest of the scene, uh, episode follows, like, the same through line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these guys, they burn down Sigmundus at the beginning of the episode. Unclear what time it is, but looks probably like the 1921 headquarters that Adam had. And then we see them in 1987, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to Burned Doppler's house, Helg's father. He ran the power plant. They're looking for the master key. Did you see that uh, part? Yes, I no. did see this part. Um, you know, like I said, theories about who this character might be. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about it. What do you think? Well, I think that Dirk has done a really great job with the casting. And, uh, you know, a lot of the time when you look at the facial structure right around the eyes, I very much was leaning into that maybe this was some version of Ulrich. Okay. Um, but then in that later episode, I thought, you know, these might be somebody I don't know at all. It very well could be. The one thing, okay, so like when they first walked in and they're burning down Sigmundus, I thought immediately of Trot and Mads. That's who I thought walked in. So Trot, and they're, they're definitely different, but like I definitely saw like a little bit of resemblance. And Mads, you know, he's the kid. He's actually dead at the end of the episode, so it probably is not him. But um, I just thought there's a resemblance to him. And then I didn't realize they were all the same character until the scene, <laughs> until the scene where they're at Burns' house, and you could really tell by the cut they all had on their lip. Yes. And then you, Elisa and I, we were talking about this during the episode, but like the way they they moved all at the same time. So when I saw this, these characters, these three in this scene, um. You know, there's been this recurrent camera angle and uh, presentation of this uh, facet, right? Like, when you shine a light on a prism and it shines in two different directions, um, you know, that's what we're seeing here. This this central middle character who, again, we don't 
know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the facial structure mm, gives me some yeah. theories. Yeah, but we talked Bartosh, maybe. We see, yeah. like, these two reflections of this character, right? We see a young character and we see an old character, and they are mirror images of each other it's especially creepy when they fold their hands the young uh the grandpa and the young and the young the grandpa uh, you know uh really introducing this idea of symmetry and reflection um throughout the rest of the episode but these people uh eat bad vibes that that's true yeah so they choke uh the the middle-aged one chokes out uh burned Mm -hmm. and you know, from season two, watching Burn Doppler, like, I always got, like, really, um, you know, they played, like, kind of, like, Noah-ish music for him, like, really dark tones for him. Uh-huh. But there is a scene where he's pretty nice to Helg, and when mm-hmm. the mom isn't. So, I don't know really what to make of him, and he's he's obviously, like, holding a lot of secrets at the nuclear power plant. And he knows more of what's going on than what's, I think, he knows a lot, I think. Well, the perception in this particular scene is that he's a kindly old man <laughs> in a wheelchair who gets, yeah. you know, strangled by like, what is that? Like a wire Oof. cutter? Like, I, I've used one of those things to cut like a block of clay and ceramics. <laughs> yeah, uh, here I was. I was like, oh, they're, they're going to tie him up. And it was much, much worse than that. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that we are discussing these three or this mm-hmm. one. I'm... I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm glad we're discussing these guys all together because I think that they are being presented here as uh, the adversary, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the the protagonist, the um, antagonist force here, right? Um, whoever yeah. they are, wherever they came from, whatever they represent, it's not good, <laughs> right? No, it really does seem scary. And, like, they're obviously time travelers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see where they go next and how they're going to like tie into the main story. Cause like, I don't think I've quite figured that out yet. No. Well, and also we have a lot of exposition work that is being uh, set here. So we have anything, any other notes about these uh, characters before? Do we have a name? Um, like, don't think so. Did you get a name? No, no, I didn't get mm. one. And um, the one thing I guess I'd mention is what, what do you make of the Apple imagery temptation? Oh, okay. See, you're ahead of me. I w- I hadn't even leapt that far right. yet. Um, the but, kid picks it up, right? Yes, the kid picks up the apple, and you know we've commented in the past that Winden is a pretty dismal place, <laughs> <laughs> kind of gray. Yeah. Uh, but this apple is luscious. Mm, it is, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it represents. I don't know. I I, I, I temptation I is what I would say, right? but I mean, yeah. you're, I. Yeah. I think that is the uh, sophisticated choice, which I uh, was blind to. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know, should they have bit the apple? Did they have to do? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. It's something that uh, I was thinking, just like the biblical terms, you know. Um, knowing several, uh, you know, children, part of me wondered if he was just gonna like pelt it, <laughs> like launch it right into this guy's face. I, I would, I, I didn't like him already, and I would have even, I would have hated him if he had done that. So. Well, glad I, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I think that we are ready to jump to November fourth, twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, first of all, I, what were you doing November fourth, twenty nineteen? Do you think I didn't? Probably uh, teaching. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I. I think it was like a Monday or a Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, but what world? Who knows? Maybe in some other world. It, was, it could have been different. You're right. In yeah. fact, maybe if you were living in the 
Portlandia version of Dark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that where we'd be? Like, who knows where you'd be, but you might have some sick new glasses or oh, a chunky or, sweater. Or a beard. Or bangs. <laughs> or no beard. Yeah. No, okay. See, so yeah, I think for me, like, they would uh, change me, like, yeah, shave my beard and, like, I would definitely, like, have a haircut. Like, they had to make them obviously different. Let's talk about some of those differences. That was kind of fun. Okay. So, yeah. when I say uh, the Portlandia version, yeah. uh, first of all, that's really just the vibe um <laughs> it's much more this um you know kind of alternative uh you know if you were to have uh, written this living in like 2007 this kind of emo <laughs> yeah and that you're especially magnus i mean is he your favorite like glow up or whatever <laughs> change change uh, up? big gerard butler vibes here um at least his hair is kind of with the same color you know and maybe there's a deeper symbolism because last time it was kind of this uh inverted ombre so now <laughs> it's a solid color at least yeah i i do not like i do not like the new magnus he looks like this is a really like deep reference but he looks like ghost main from uh little uh from little bo peeps band <laughs> from from little peep wow. yeah it's a deep reference it's not a good look by the way i feel like you see this documentary on netflix you wouldn't want to be ghost main okay. uh but anyway sorry 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 well yeah. okay um so i think in general uh obviously there's some differences in just the overall um aesthetic like the lighting there's a little tinge of darkness a lot more mist a <laughs> big Definitely. big fog um yeah. You can tell, I actually have this noted, one of the very first things I wrote uh, with the, the three that we already talked about, is that, you know, the, the, you can tell they got the bump in uh, production here, right? Oh, you think they got uh, more money for production? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Definitely. Yeah. It was cool. Like, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, I guess they got, like, mist machines or fog machines this season. So, uh, <laughs> that was new for uh, Wyndham. Right, but, um, you know, a lot of great coats, a lot of great, uh, you know, accessories, a lot of more texture, I felt like, in this uh, set, in this design, which, you know, is just enough to add this, like I said, like, alternative slant, like yeah. the B-side version, right? Absolutely. So, we get Marta, and she, the time traveler, or the world traveler, mm -hmm. right? She just kind of leaves Jonas with no instructions. Other than this is the day it all started, and goes right back into the snitch. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's 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 gone, and we know like she'll end up later in the episode. She'll end up in 1888. But here we go. We have Marta, Martha waking up just like Jonas did in season one, episode one. So right away we're getting parallels, and we'll just see those parallels continue throughout the episode. Okay, so you know sometimes you have a bad dream where you wake up and you're in somebody else's house that's not your house, and that's what this felt like. It's so weird, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I gotta say that uh, I I have to give a lot of credit to uh, you know just the production team here again because my brain really felt like when you stare into the mirror the wrong way for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I forgot to even mention like about uh the title title dark is backwards like all the stuff like they're yes. showing um and like so yeah you get a you get weird things like you're saying mirror images I, Katarina in glasses different haircut I felt physically turned around in this episode and yeah. and it's very intentional we um later in the episode we see that it is Jonas's bedroom but it is flipped yeah. um everything's backwards I know that there are so many more technical terms to describe. Mm -hmm what I mean by flipped, you yeah. know, but, but it's uh, on the opposite side, right? Yeah. Everything's on the opposite side. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh -huh. And, and, you know, I think that, okay. So 
there are some sides of me that are critical of this episode, and here is one of them. I'm going to start to lean into it. <laughs> um, What's that? You know, I think that Dark was advertised and kind of sold to a lot of uh, viewers as uh, as as a as a as a as as a next uh, type of. Sorry, I'm butchering this. But, um, you know, as, as a new uh, show to watch after watching Stranger Things, right? Um, it was They were connected to each other a lot. And I... It's much better than Stranger well, Things. I, I, no, I'm oh, just kidding. Listen, yeah. no, and, and, listen, I hear the hiss. And that's why I'm hissing. Because I feel like there's an underlying current of this whole premise that is pandering to that audience. Like, oh, you like Stranger Things and the Upside Down? Well, let me show you, like the you know the 180 degree version of this and so i think that there's kind of a there was an established precedence here mm. that maybe dark without stranger things would they have gone that same direction i don't know but um i guess it's not the same direction because it's not upside down it's 180 degrees yeah, right? so upside down <laughs> winden though i think we can start calling it upside down winden as shorthand because that's that's pretty good i think that's pretty good to start calling it that yeah and, that, and that's yeah. what i mean is yeah. uh is is uh i think that there's an appeal to that mm. uh you know that world that all of us have established mm. it's just you know a rotation right in the degree of uh our perception and look they both have a monster you know the upside down <laughs> world has that you know whatever it is and then we have killian in this new world sorry i hate killian already <laughs> yeah spoiler brian yeah. is uh, against anyone who dates marta <laughs> well Except it's not true i just saw killian who's this new guy i don't want to meet killian is anyway killian an irish name uh, yeah, it does sound like an Irish uh, Yeah, so we've yeah. got this new... Okay, so here is... Anyways, new sorry, we're even jumping ahead. But, um, but I could talk about Killian. Yeah, You're so... Really talk about Killian. Okay, so maybe we should go through, like, uh, how about the scene at the house where we, like, meet Mickle, who's older? Okay, yes. Yeah. So and, let's go back to this bizarro uh, exposition here where we're really establishing the scene that this is the same, yet different. So, um... Yeah, Mikkel, uh, mo more moody, more angsty, not quite as big as I was expecting him to be, uh, you know, here tall, a looks, few years. Mm -hmm. Well, and they had him hunched over yeah, and in did. the hoodie a lot. So he probably was bigger than we expected yeah. him to be. But, Although the writers, like, wrote in that, like, they're older. It's just, like, it's just a thing. It's yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So a couple yeah. things that I found interesting about this, because it is the same scene, um, essentially. You know, the breakfast, the, you know, the sibling chaos. But it is in the Doppler house. Uh, the oh, Hannah sorry, house. The, yeah. the Conwell house. Yeah, the, the Conwell house. house. Pardon yeah. me, uh -huh. pardon me. Yeah, that is interesting. And I don't know why that is right now. Like, is this just how it worked out? That, like, um, because, like, I would be weird if Katarina moved into Hannah's house. The timeline is really causing me to scratch my head here. Because mm. there's some parts in the episode where I'm like, okay, so maybe it's just after this other story that's already happened. It, it yeah. almost seems like an extension into the future, but then also it's clearly not because we have missing characters, reversed roles, swapped roles, and uh, let me lean into my other uh, conflict here. Uh, the major conflict that I have with this whole episode. Uh, swapped disabilities, which I'm really not mm. down with. Really not mm. down with. Uh, I gotta call out Dark. I've, I've said some positive things uh. about Dark and, this, uh, and their producers. But, yo, they are really missing the ball here on disability in yeah. this episode. Yeesh. Especially, yeah, because they could have hired, like, 
That is interesting because they could have hired somebody. Like I always thought Ellie, I just thought the actress was probably Absolutely. That, Absolutely. And, uh, um, yeah. and that was yeah. really disappointing. Yeah. And, and betrayal, you know, because yeah. uh, I think that the conscious choice to include disability in the way that they did earlier, um, physical disability, uh, you know, like uh, hearing impairment, you know, those are... Uh, I was just really hoping that um, originally the inclusion of those characters was for the sake of uh, a diverse and representative world. And this episode took that away. And that was really... Whew, that was betrayal. On I, 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 I would love to hear other people's opinions about this, but as a person who works, uh, you know... I am a special educator and I work with disability a lot. Uh, it's really upsetting to once again have a narrative that disability is something that can change. And that's... <sighs> Drop the ball there, Dark. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, and, I've heard, and I've definitely heard you talk about this before too. Like in um, another book we've read where a boy heals from his disability where it was unrealistic. We've talked about that. Like it, it doesn't really change, right? So we are in this alternate world now and they swapped, like Yulisa said, the differences, like there's at least three I could think of, you know, there's um, obviously Fran and Ellie have switched. And like, I always thought like, and like what upsets me too is like, I thought that, um, you know, they're being inclusive in hiring and like, obviously Ellie isn't definitely, not to bash on the actors or anything. I think they all do a great job, but like you would like to see somebody in the role that would maybe have that disability. And, you know, uh, I also want to go on record here saying that I have not personally looked up any stats about any of these actors or Mm -hmm. actresses before. So like I very well could have self-informed, you know, like I could, I could, Mm -hmm. uh, but the perception in this episode as someone who has been a casual observer is that, uh, you know, um, is that disability. Okay. Here, not, it, it would be one thing if it was a, uh, if it was if it was unintentional, um, like wow, you you made some missteps here. But what what really irritates me actually, and and listen, that would not be acceptable either. But what upsets me here is that the disability is part of the story, and so I think that if you are going to have disability figuring so deeply into your narrative, why are you not? casting and telling authentic stories of people living with disability you know um to use disability and present it in a way that is not um a genuine experience i think is a misstep here and i think that it um it, like like i said earlier it reduces uh, disability to a um to a prop and that's how it's always been treated and that's why we continue to uh, fight that in our representation as people with disabilities every day you know <laughs> yeah yeah well um yeah it's uh, i don't know what to say about it um we also have woller who like he goes from not having he has one eye in the other worlds and now he has one arm in this world yes exactly yeah. that's that's what i mean mm-hmm. is that um you know like Sorry, I know that we've gone down this uh, kind of dark path here where I'm really uh, saying that that is a problem. Um, and I just want to name that. Like, I want to be on record as, like, addressing that I don't agree with the way that Dark has uh, used disability in this way. And I also don't agree with the uh, included... Uh, well, 
Okay, that's maybe a translation issue that I'm not familiar with, with the hard R, retarded, um, it's an ugly one. Yeah, word. and, like, sometimes <laughs> I think they can be putting it, I mean, to show that they're bad teenagers. Like, I, I know that I don't like that word, and I hate seeing it, too, but I think sometimes, like, they put it, like, Okay, they're no, teens, you know. Yeah, I, I um, think that, uh, you know, we're yeah. telling, we, we've created yeah. a world here, and we're telling a story here, and we've already established in the past that Winden is a toxic culture, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we know we're going to see aspects of that here. I think that, um, you know, just to like kind of maybe, not that I want this conversation to end, but, you know, I also understand that there's a lot of a further discussion that we need to have. Um, but I think just in general, uh, I was surprised a lot of my prior understandings of Dark's uh, inclusion of disability. I think that that was misrepresented, and I would uh, love to hear other people's opinion on that. Anyway. All right. Well, let us know what you think. Uh, wakeupwinden at gmail.com um so all right tough to go back to the story after that um all right so where were we (laughs) okay so um let's jump in back into the differences in this the the different slant of characters that we have here so we have uh katarina with bangs and apparently a single mother is kind of the gist we're getting here yeah they're Um, uh, they're divorced now Yes, they're divorced now because Ulrich is cleaned up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nice hair, definitely not beat up in a prison cell in 1952 or whatever. <laughs> no, no, he's, it's good to see Ulrich back and uh, back alive. Well, I mean, and then, then you realize, oh, he's just still the same scumbag he always was. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, we learned that they're divorced because Katarina says you're going to be spending time with your father this weekend to Marta and Marta is really upset about that news too. Right. And um, we then see part of the reason that uh, we can understand why Marta would be upset is because we do see Hannah. And not only is she, uh, you know, appears to be in a marriage bed, right, Mm -hmm. with Ulrich, but she is heavily pregnant. Yeah, but he still can't say that he loves her. (sighs) Well... I think that's really reflective of, uh, you know, the overall story, right? That uh, even though there can be different uh, iterations, some things remain constant. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, that's uh, the, what do they say? Like a leopard doesn't change his spots. Like, is that, <laughs> yeah. Is that a work right now? <laughs> she did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when we see that a few times. There are a few, uh, a few different things here with that. So... This is one of those points where I was like, is this just an extension of the world had the apocalypse not happened? Like, No, it's just a world without Jonas is basically yeah, what it is. Yeah. Well, and I guess that maybe the, yeah. you know, there's some crossover in those ideas, right? But, yeah. um, but mm-hmm. yeah, like. Yeah, it's his fault for all the sick shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Huh? Um, you know, and, and do they seem happier? No, and like that's what they talk about, right? Is that um, the same problem still exists? You know, the Marta we see at the end of the episode. She talks about the same problem still exists even without you. Is this the world you wanted? And it's just not as good as he thought. I mean, it, Jonas, he's really in a tough spot. And like that's kind of what I felt like this whole episode is like, what is Jonas supposed to do here? Like everywhere he goes, like nobody knows who he is. And he's still adjusting to this world. So I, I think he's in a tough place. Right, right. Um,. One thing we have not touched on is uh, some of the other similarities that we've seen here. Um, you know, the reflection, shall we say. Um, we noticed the 
the picture uh, of the family is ripped. Oh, just like Hannah would do for... Uh, Hannah used to rip up the picture of Mickle. Or she took out first Enos. Mm-hmm. I think later she cut out Mickle too. Yeah. Right. And um, we also... I know this is kind of a strange transition because we were just talking about something so serious, but can we talk for just a brief moment about that nice little moment we get? Actually, a couple little moments that we get in this episode, but uh, the reflection of Ulrich and Hannah from the first, you know, episode, season one, we see in Magnus and Francesca. That was interesting. So yeah, Magnus and Francesca, they're hooking up, right? And then when Magnus is late for breakfast, Fran runs out in just the same way she climbs down the chimney, kind of like Ulrich did. But did you notice that uh, in in episode one, season one, uh, the trellis, the vine that Ulrich climbs down is on the right side of You're the right. House? It is on the other side because this was on the left side, right? This time. Yes. Yeah. And Everything's opposite. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did it make yeah. your brain hurt just a little bit? It made <laughs> <laughs> It was. There's a lot of those instances where I was just like, oh, it's on the opposite side. Um, Even like the police sign. Um, yeah. Did you notice was on the opposite yeah. side? Yeah. And also I noticed that when Francisca goes into the um, school, it's... No, when Marta, pardon me. When Marta goes into the school, it's like she goes in the back door instead of oh, the front door. Did interesting. you notice that? I didn't notice that part. That's good. That's a good I think catch. it was. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've got a question. Okay, because we get Killian introduced when they come to school. And before we even see Killian, uh, we yes. see Bartosh with long hair. And uh, it's like a sad version of Bartosh. Oh, uh, it's I, the poor version of Bartosz. I like him a lot better. He's a lot humbler in this, it seems like. He's kind of like a brainiac, and uh, he's just like in the background the whole episode, just like following them, and yeah, I, I always hated Bartosz, and then I'm like, this alternate Bartosz I really like. Uh, big Daniel Faraday vibe. <laughs> yeah. and he's talking about black holes, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Faraday from Lost, of course. Absolutely, yeah. the haircut, yeah. the chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was cool to see see this different Bartosh. I got a question about Killian. Did you catch this part? Is he Eric's brother in this world? Yes. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. And um, did did Eric? Yeah. First go ahead. of all, yeah. let's let's yeah. take a brief moment. Because Eric, like, he's barely been in the story. Let's pour one out yeah. for poor Eric because yeah. even in an alternate dimension, he's still missing just put my head down poor air i just realized that too yeah he yeah. cannot catch a break <laughs> cannot catch a break like and um yeah and i don't think he had a brother in the other world no and so that's a very uh, interesting um uh shall we say uh reflection here or uh you know cast that um while we still have the same character there's this new uh this new this whole new life yeah and not yeah. only is it a whole new character, it's also somebody new with Marta. <laughs> yeah, don't like it. Uh, bring back Bartosh. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Big yeah. words from Ryan. That is big words for me. But uh, yeah, I just killing it. I'm not ready for him yet. Uh, maybe he'll grow on me if we get to see his flaws and uh, strengths. But yeah, for right now, I'm just like, uh, I can't stand Killian. Yeah, um, again, I think that just uh, the... The bleeding from character to character here is so interesting yeah. because so many of their characteristics are the same and so many of their relationships are the same, but the traits have just spilled over onto each other, right? Yeah. I mean, they're still like the same person, right? <laughs> Overall, um, <laughs> like you said with Ulrich. Um, right, right. Um, we see 
uh, Helg, he doesn't have the, the ear that's um, broken from Ulrich anymore, but he has the eye that's uh, just completely gone. And I'm wondering, does Ulrich still go back in time? And it changes like that. Like, I'm just wondering, like, how all this how all this is going to work in the past? Are they going to be introducing 54 and 87 in the past? And it seems like, yeah, probably. Well, and so to kind of, uh, you know to kind of uh, recast some of the talk I was having earlier about disability, it to, to go with the narrative of this story, doesn't it almost seem like, I don't know, like almost like there was a laser beam that was just recalculated a few degrees, yeah. right? It's <laughs> the butterfly effect, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, uh, yeah. In, you know, it just shifted just a few degrees from your ear to your eye, right? Like mm-hmm. um, similar but different. Yeah, and... <laughs> Uh, continuing with the differences, so I mean, obviously, uh, the the different the differences we like more, right? Peter's shaven and he's a priest now. Um, I guess, <laughs> or maybe not a priest because he's still gonna be married. Charlotte, love her new hairstyle. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about uh, if, uh so Charlotte, Charlotte glow up, right? Like, is she okay? Like, a isn't it glow up? So I okay, I have a couple thoughts about this because I do think that the intention is glow up, like right. Mm-hmm. She's got longer yeah. blonde hair. And yeah. her hair's a slightly a few Curly. lighter shades, a little more texture, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think, but there's also kind of this. Uh, I don't. Well, okay. She looks great. First <laughs> of all, like uh, there's one or two full body shots of her, and you can see she's got these great boots on and this great jacket and her new hair. And she's, you know, like skulking around with our favorite yeah. skulker. And I knew early in the episode, like, I think like when uh, Hannah, like, and again, another mirror image, when Hannah looked at the sweatshirt and saw the hair, oh, I was yes. like, it's Charlotte this time. And like when, when it finally was revealed that they were hooking up, I was like, I knew it. And I was so happy. I was like, I was like, I knew she, I knew that okay, was Okay, this is another one of those, yeah. like, you're welcome fans. Yeah, like. it was kind of fan service. <laughs> Like, we gave you Magnus and Francisca, and now we're going to give you these two. Oh, how about that, right? Okay, so it's like, okay, Magnus and Francisca, those are, are Ulrich and Charlotte's kids, so kids and parents are, it's just like in the other world, <laughs> you right? You got kids, you got parents. parents yeah. uh, same thing with like Hannah and... Talk about yeah. spilling over. <laughs> it's just such a incestuous pool. Yes, but, place, um, yeah. but you know, I mean, first of all, Many of us who have been watching have like wondered, well, when are they going to hook up? Because they have a long history together, and it's always seemed to be pretty platonic. Yeah. But you know, like uh, you gotta wonder. Yeah. But anyway, so we get it here, and I guess that maybe this is the part of the glow up that, um, like, I don't think that Dark did this glow up just to like, you know, make her hotter. Like, no, I think it's. They needed a difference. Well, it... Okay, I'm going to go down this route. Um, So, it almost seems like this kind of, uh, like, dare I say, bimbo effect. Like, now... Well, in... she's not the boss anymore. Right! Exactly! Oh, you know, she... the boss. Yeah, yeah she, you're right. she's no longer um, in this power position. She's prettier. She's the love interest. She's power... You know, there's... Yeah. There's been this other, uh, and, and it's not, like, it's not 
positive. Yeah. Right? Well, the Charlotte of season one or season two would never ditch the parent meeting to go hook up with somebody. Like, uh, in a car? In a like, car, in a parked yeah. car? Like, a teenager? Which, like, okay, hot, yeah. but... <laughs> and, okay, and then, okay, when Wohler walks in on them, how about, the, like, the stairs Wohler's given Ulrich? Oof! There and is a lot of electricity in the air. Yeah, he is really... Uh, just a couple times it happens, and um, I didn't know Wohler was... Def- I, I, I'm curious to see what the further connection will be with these two. I know they have a small connection. Uh, well, it seems like Charlotte always is, like, telling Wohler, go away, like, whatever, I don't need... Like, he's Wohler's always working hard, and Charlotte's always dismissing him in the other world. Well, um, you know, we know that there are all kinds of new iterations of characters, and it does seem... Um, there, there is a precedence here. There's a history in the air. You can almost, like, uh, you can almost smell it, you know? And I, I think that uh, Dark does a really good job uh, appealing to all those senses. You can just feel the heat between all of these characters. Um, we, we, bet, yeah, we cut back to <laughs> our, uh, our, our uh, Daniel Faraday Bartage, who is droning on about black holes. The pr- I feel that teacher so hard. Who is this teacher? Who is this? I've seen this actor around somewhere. <laughs> Have you? What German shows are you watching I, besides Dark? He he's got some look like he I he, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's funny. I yeah. felt this teacher like so hard in this class because you know this kid's droning on about black holes. Somebody opens the door. Hey, I'm supposed to be in here, and you're just like, just sit down, just just you know. <laughs> This kid is trying to interrupt, and you're like, I'm not trying to make a scene. I just, you know, uh, nobody signed your paper. I just, just, Yeah, just I thought sit. that was a pretty good lie he came up with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're missing a signature, and he's like, all right, whatever. Oh, yeah. I would buy that 100%. <laughs> I'd be like, say no more, friend. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, um... So, yeah, and, you know, in the other world that was happening, too, Magnus could just go in whatever class he wanted. So, I mean, it's consistent. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, um, I as a high school educator, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so he still has Martha's blood, Martha's blood on his hands, by the way. So Nobody's um, washing their hands No, he's got to wash Lincoln. his hands. Come on. And I guess, like, what I was kind of reminded of is, like, because, like, you know, I've been waiting for season three for so long, but, like, this just happened for Jonas. So, like, it's, like, uh, um, still, like, so fresh in his memory and, like, seeing her die and then coming back and there's this new world and she doesn't like him she doesn't want to talk to him even you know well and we have heard her say a couple times that i'm not marta like i'm not your marta and so this is this seems like the genesis of this right she and she tells us as much in the first scene like this is the day it all starts right yes so we're seeing this happen right now here in her uh physics class um, must be. There's some with black holes. Right? I hope yeah. so. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. And like they're talking after class, and uh, Killian walks in, wondering where she was, and she has to go, you know, practice her play. Or no, she leaves the book there. That's where. And like, so Ariadna is still a major part. It was a big theme in season one where she was in the play. So beautiful, first yeah. of all. Um, and you know, I gotta admit that I am not as well read um on the play as I should be, especially if I'm gonna. Ha- you know, talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> but um, I, I was glad to see this continuation. Um, and, you know, just uh, that play within a play, right? I love it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, we also, and Killian, uh, Killian, yeah, I already talked about that, but Killian comes in. Um, <laughs> we also have Charlotte, she's like interviewing Alexander. And Alexander has a beard now, that's his difference. 
and uh still a boss still a boss yeah <laughs> but uh actually maybe mm, this is a glow up in my opinion he's great he's always looked good um but uh <laughs> he says uh he's like they're trying to like help it's just like in season one where they like, they want to search the power plant further and he doesn't want them to and he's gonna eventually hire eric's dad to like help cover up whatever's going on um but am i there's there's kind of a new tenderness here in this well, scene yeah. compared you know there you um so we see what happened to his wife right yeah. and so we know that there's a you know there is a new cast here but um regina's missing yeah yeah she she's, died she's missing you know it's it's oof. do you think it was cancer in this world well i mean I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, she had it in the other worlds. I know timelines, they're definitely a little different because um, there's a few examples. Like, Mads Nielsen isn't from 86 in this world. He's from 1973. And the kids are obviously different oh, ages. right. So there's a right. few timeline differences going on here, too. And, you know, okay, I, I had this note. Like, when Jonas asked, like, what year it is, I thought it would be awesome if, like, they just, like, messed with him completely. And it was, like, it's... 5,043 like they have like different <laughs> they have different numberings or like say some numbers that you never heard of like I, I just a thought year? that was, yeah. you mean our like yeah. annual lunar observation yeah like yeah. what are you talking we don't have numbers like yeah, I don't know some okay. some some so, shit like that but I was that was just a funny that would be aside. a completely different projection right <laughs> yeah yeah um I just thought that'd be funny um okay now there is a super tense scene here um it's really quick and you know I, I almost skipped over it in my notes but I it's really important that we talk about there is a i know that there is a similar scene in in season one but we have katarina and hannah run into each other mm, oh. and it is flipped ooh, it's ooh, flipped ooh. because yo first of all katarina banging looks great she's yeah. wearing like a pencil skirt and like a chunky sweater she's got her little glasses and she's like strutting she looks yeah. great um you know, and listen, I love pregnant women. I'm all about pregnancy. Like, I'm all about that. But, like, you can see Hannah, she looks uncomfortable in her body. She looks exhausted. And so there's this very interesting, like, reversal here, right? That, um, you know, like, Katarina is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just yeah. mm, struts right along, right? Well, the smile she gives when, like... Like it's like insinuating that like no Ulrich wasn't here at my house. So the smile she gives is like, oh, he's doing it to you too. He's cheating on you too, just like he always does, right? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to say a word. Like we knew it. The smile. I'm like, I think that was before we found out about Charlotte. It was before we found out about Ulrich and Charlotte. But like that was even more clues. I'm like, yeah, he's hooking up with somebody else. And like I thought it would. Like I mean, it has to be a character on the show. So well, and we know he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that mm-hmm. he. Yeah, and. Part of it almost seems like, uh, you know, it, it, I, listen, I love Katarina. I'm all about, I think she is a great character and, and I, I, I really relish in seeing her strut off. Yeah. <laughs> She's so smug. I love it. She is. Uh, you can tell she just wants to, you know, stick it to Hannah. You know? <laughs> um, okay. So, um, we have the scene where, um, after Marta's play where Magnus goes to the shelter and I was really worried for a second. I, I wrote down, oh no, is he the new Helg? I, thought, no. I was like, I was really worried that he was going to be the kid who's, or the person who's like time traveling and, you know, beating up or like killing kids and stuff. 
But mm-hmm. luckily, it was it was a hookup. <laughs> okay, and she is so cute here. Um, she's got this little like plaid jumper <laughs> and a uh, boots. You know the Germans like yeah. big into the boots, but um. Big sex scenes with Magnus and Fran. Well, <laughs> and they knew we wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us more. Exactly. Like I said, throw us a bone. Yeah. And like, uh, I've always uh, loved Francisca. I thought she is a really interesting actress. I think she's beautiful. And so it is, Um, you know, it's gratuitous here. They're really <laughs> letting us have it. And aren't we so thrilled? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and they, they say that they love each other. And uh, I thought she was going to sign that you're beautiful but that was not the case she is better than Ulrich okay and uh, again here I've already gone <laughs> yes, over the yes. like very this is strange where that now she is yeah. deaf and uh, okay anyway yeah. um like r- rewind yeah. if you that's, want my thoughts on that <laughs> that's where they do reveal that though and then then like the very next scene is Ellie coming home and you know we see the opposite is true of her and she's talking to Helg who doesn't live in a rest home in this world he lives at their home and he's telling her that the end is the beginning, beginning is the end. Tick-tock, tick-tock, you know, Helg stuff. Oh, yeah. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Back at it again. Um, let's see here. So, again. We learned, uh, we learned that Peter's a priest because uh, Jonas is visiting the graveyard. Yeah. And um, at first, I love this. Uh, I love that this church is kind of an eternal aspect here. It's been in all, all of the iterations. There is some... Um, you know, representation of this church getting built here. But, um, (laughs) I just, you know, Jonas, (laughs) I I know he's creepy and whatever, (laughs) but like, he just walks off I know. into the woods. <laughs> he's like intentionally creepy sometimes. Like uh, there's, he's got to uh, get a shower, clean, clean up, cover your neck up. Uh, wash no, your hands. Yeah, wash your hands of Martha's blood, please. Uh, um, okay, and actually, I can't believe that we haven't discussed this. I can't believe this isn't the first thing that we said. But we have a transition here that is very bizarre. It's the second time it's happened, second or third time it's happened this episode. But basically, we just like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we had a, a few scene. of those. You're right about that. And they hadn't been doing that in the first two seasons. So so they got a little crazy with that budget. You yeah, know? that's true. <laughs> Look at these upside down world uh, transitions we can do. Yeah, and, and uh, this is one of the things that I think is a, it's a little too far. Like, okay, like I, I, don't, I don't need that uh, sound uh, Maybe transition. Maybe there'll be some. But, but I do think that it... it um, you know, it, it does build us the path of we're going into the unknown, right? So I I, I, I will allow it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a quick scene of Tiedemann bribing Eric's dad. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, at the play rehearsal, like, Jonas had overheard Marta tell Killian that, you know, meet at nine at the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, are they going to go look for the weed again, just like they did <laughs> in season one? Um, that turns out not to be the case. It turns out they're looking for Eric, right? They're kind of, it's kind of wholesome. They're looking for Eric, right? Right. Um, it's, you know, it is just, I'm, it's deja vu, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we are in the woods in the nighttime again. The yellow raincoat is present. Um, although I, those of you with an eye for furniture might notice that the furniture is no longer on the left side of the screen and it's no longer a yellow velvet couch, uh, or love seat, shall I say. It's it two is of them. <laughs> two, yeah. uh-huh. and they're green, and they are on the right side of the hill. Absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, before the teens even get to meet, Jonas interrupts, <laughs> creepily walks up on Marta, 
uh, very painfully. Uh, just t- t- tough way to introduce yourself. And he tells her about deja vu, glitch in the matrix, things that probably she's looked up in this world too. I think they said she read it on her message board in the other world. So maybe she's doing that too. And she's like, what? She like kind of, like mm-hmm. kind of recognizes it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, then all the, the the rest of the crew comes. Magnus comes, and Magnus is kind of the aggressive one. I thought Killian might have been the aggressive one, but it was more Magnus. Well, I mean, and like we said, some things don't change. <laughs> yeah, and that, it's it's his sister. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We also have this um very interesting comment about Mikkel. Like, yes, Mikkel's he's supposed to. Are you looking for or like you yeah. know is he? He's old enough to look after himself. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's got a me. driver's license. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. So in the first season, though, you know, the babysitter was sick, and that's why Magnus had to babysit Mikkel. Terrible decision. Um, <laughs> anyway, in this world, he's old enough to look after himself, so Mikkel's not there, and that's why Jonas isn't born, right? Because he doesn't go back and meet Hannah. So um, we we have uh magnus telling them to get lost like jonas is like pretty much banished from the group yeah um and uh you know they they go on without him right right and uh you know this time watching this scene um the whole time you just have this your heart starting to beat because you're you know what's coming and you're like is is someone going to disappear? Yes, yes. Is, are we going to see more of a manifestation of this, uh, like, dare I say, smoke monster? You know, like, yeah. are we going to, you smoke know, monster, yeah. what, uh, it, we know it's coming. And so is it going to be the same? Are yeah. we going to have someone disappear? Is there going to be, you know, just, you know, it's happening. And it, just the, you know, the, the intentional scene setting and, you know, dr- uh, foreshadowing here is just so great oh yeah and um we know it's gonna come up too because we have the parent meeting and then season one that happened you know same time and we have Ulrich skulking around in a parked car yeah so Ulrich <laughs> comes in and invites charlotte let me try to be casual do you need a ride to the parent meeting not casual are you kidding not casual in Wool- front of War- Wooler right. is all over it. Mm, so big sting guy. Um, but <laughs> they end up going. They end up going together, and they don't even go to the parent meeting. We don't even see the parent meeting in this episode. No, well, no. and I think that also is a reflection of uh, you know the roles are reversed, right? We know yeah. that uh, we we know that Katarina is not the same uh, cast as she is in the earlier episode, so it makes sense that we're not going to spend as much time. In yeah. that setting with those characters, right? Yes, and um, a couple like quick shots, right, of like Hannah home, at home by herself, and Peter and Ellie right. and right. Helg without Charlotte. So both those families are missing, you know, important member obviously because they're cheating. Um, so um, okay, one thing I did want to mention, uh, you know, before the actual incident of the time travel lights flicker, birds dying, you know, like, yeah, yeah. That, which is consistent across the the worlds. Mm-hmm. We do have a. A charming little scene with Bartosz. Oh, Nostradamus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bartosz was talking about Nostradamus predicted the world would end in 2019. Talk about the inverse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bartosz in the last scene is pushing down Francesca and stealing true. drugs. And now he's like chirping about a 16th century century philosopher. Yeah. This Bartosz, he's a much nicer guy, I think. Um, and, you know, his mom has died in this world. Um you know, Alexander Tiedemann never been really a, a present parent. So 
Uh, he's probably going through some stuff. Um, okay, so... The incident. The incident. Okay, so the the stuff happens again. Lights the, the lights flutter, are flashing. Birds dying. Yeah. Um, and we hear this time, um, as we know, last time we heard a whisper. Jonas. And this time it's Marta. Marta. <laughs> now, um, okay, so like when when it happens, right, when all the lights start flashing, they run away, and Killian's missing at first. I was like, oh no. Killian's gonna be Jonas's dad. Killian's <laughs> the one that's gonna go back, and uh, obviously that doesn't happen. But he was missing for a few seconds, and I need to know where he was. Okay, <laughs> so yes, we had Killian missing. We have someone, a woman, drenched in blood. And I thought it was Marta from the other world. You know, the dying version of Marta from okay. the other world. And I, for a very brief moment, and this is maybe out of line with other evidence, but I, for a brief moment, thought that it was um, Helg's first wife, right? Or, Gre- nope. or his mom, Greta? Mm, no. no. Uh, like, pardon me, but this is like the way I know their relationship. But she is the uh, lesbian lover in their Agnes. relationship. Yes, yes. Agnes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I, think so, but okay. I, it's okay. Yeah, they could... They might be, they are related. So. Well, I mean, like, again, like, they're yeah. very intentional with their casting yeah. to, like, yeah. uh, you know, certain facial structure, certain, you know, like, hints and that kind of thing. But when you're covered in blood, who yeah. knows? It's true. And it was, like, kind of, like, like, black tar even. like, And that was, like, Mickle, right? Well, Michael and I've was. said that earlier, yeah. is that either, like, they're, either they're not trying to make it look like blood or it's just very bad fake blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, tarish. I don't it's know. It's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, and, okay, we have, so the incident happens, and, like, Killian does eventually grab Marta, so, like, very different than before, where they all get away. Right, right. um, there, there's a moment where, it, I mean, it almost feels like there's this brief suspension of reality, and then right back into where we left off, right? Yep. Like, Killian grabs her hand. Yeah, for a few seconds. Go. Yeah, absolutely. And then, okay, so then, like, we get our... A new musical montage. Really oh, excited. Beautiful song. Um, the the general like lyric here. This is not what you wanted. Not what you had in mind. Nice. Okay. Thanks yeah. for writing that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the few shots we get is like Katarina at school, Hannah home alone, Ulrich and Charlotte making out, birds hitting their car. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what, um. Okay. I always I'm so bad with this uh, nuclear power plant stuff, but like Eric's dad has the truck right in the barrels. Something's going on okay, with Okay, yeah. Um, the barrels make a reappearance. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, again, the the poor, poor Eric's Eric's family, they just keep getting the short end of the yeah. stick in all of these yeah. iterations. Yeah. <laughs> He's helping Still in charge in. Yeah. of the barrels. Yeah, and like like you said, like they've barely been in it. Like, he was in season two, episode one, like, to complain about the elephant metaphor. And, like, he was in, like, the very beginning of season one. But, like, yeah, Eric's dad, it was interesting to see him make a reappearance. Right. So, um... We do know that all of the uh, run amok teenagers do make it into the bunker. Yes. But before they, you know, before we talk about the bunker, there is a very brief scene here with Mikkel in his bed yeah. and the beam 
yeah. above his bed. And I kept looking, like, they kept showing the attic, right, too? <gasps> well, yeah. his bedroom is, like, in the attic now. Right, or, like, right. But mm-hmm. he's essentially sleeping right under the beam mm-hmm. where in another reflection mm-hmm. of his existence, yeah. uh, he ended his existence, right? So, yeah. Oof. Ugh, like, uh, just... You know, we we did not get any further development of that. Uh, you know, yeah. I've seen, but just the immediate inclusion of uh, here's Mikkel. You thought he was safe and sound, actually. You know, just oof, really yeah. eerie there. Um, yeah, and I do wonder where they're gonna go with this with Mikkel. Yeah, well, because yeah. he's here. You yeah, know? he's so here. We're yeah. gonna get to know him, right? I hope so. Well, yeah, that'd be I good. Guess we'll find yeah. Out. But um, back to the bunker. Yeah. Okay. So in the bunker, right? We kind of mentioned it before, but the. Just like in uh, season one, and like this was revealed in the finale of season one, where the time rip kind of happens, and out falls Mads Nielsen, and in the other world, it's Trant and Peter who find him. Mm-hmm. In this world, it's the teens. And the difference I told I said already was that Mads' ID comes from 1973, not 1986. Okay, so, you know, numbers, not really my thing. Uh, what is the difference here in uh, years? Okay, so then... It's 46 years. I think I'm doing that right. 27 to 19. Yeah, 46. So 46 years. If you divide that by two, that's 23 years difference. But that would kind of like mess up like what Charlotte was saying in season one about how the 33 years, everything's like the same as it was planetarily. Okay, so that's kind of a like, like I was saying, numbers, not my thing. But I guess that that's another part of the undoing of the the myth that was established in season one. Um, you know, like, and I don't want to say myth, actually, pardon me. Like, the narrative that was established, um, you know, we, we used to abide by this 33 years, like, that <laughs> yeah. was the rule. And now you've got these other numbers. Yeah, like, 1888. Don't like, don't like. Now, 1888, <laughs> okay. Okay, are we ready to go to 1888? Um, Is there very close to me. Before we go there, because I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to jump in. There's one last scene, though. The Remember, old Marta comes to talk to Jonas. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes so, yes. at first I thought it was going to be Claudia, but it was, it was, um, it was Marta. Okay, yeah. I also thought that it was going to be, you know, I mean, uh, like, not to, like, generalize, but generally, <laughs> <laughs> when you have an older character that's already been in the show that has silver hair, you're like, okay, maybe it's the same character. And I just thought, like, oh, glow up. Like, she yeah. just, you know, got a haircut. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> got some bangs. But yeah. no, it actually is a different character yeah. who also is a, uh, you know, silver-haired beauty. Um, and who is it? It's Marta. And it's, you know, just like Jonas um, in the other world has multiple versions of himself, it looks like this Marta will, too. This one... More than 33 years have passed, I'd say. It looks like probably 66, probably. Well, um, but, and then she doesn't look like she's in their 80s. Judging by her yeah. hair. <laughs> she's got to be in her 70s. Noted but, yeah. several times yeah. here. She got nice hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, her hair, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice hair. <laughs> they want us to know that it's my time. Uh, and she tells them that the world is doomed just like his world, right? Yes, correct. Um, So we have this, again, like, okay, so we know there's going to be this future reflection of this character. But um, we have this very brief transition to a dark and scary factory. Lightning strikes. In old... A very old-fashioned time machine. It was like, I was I was like, there's so much mad science going on in this okay, room. Okay, and Brian, you've never seen Young Frankenstein, right? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, but... this, it, this scene looked like it was ripped straight out of Young Frankenstein. 
Yes. Um, I could believe that. Um, Just, you know, the the uh, the lightning flying through the air, yeah. the switches. This and is like an, the... an embarrassing connection to have to Frankenstein. But yeah, it looks like just like the beginning of Van Helsing, which is a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. But uh, Frankenstein is referenced in that as well. Well, and, uh, um, you know, so we we are... Okay, actually, I, I have to say that when we first had this transition um, into, like, a big scary building with the rain and the gate, um, I thought for a brief moment, I was like, oh, are we actually going to maybe talk about concentration camps here for a Yikes. brief moment? But, yeah, uh, it's no. well before, too. But, um, okay, so a couple things. like So, like, the gate says Tanhouse. Tanhouse is the mad scientist who in, uh, helps invent the time machine with help from many other characters. But it's not Tanhouse in there. And I just want to say a quick thing about, like, where this probably is. Because it's September 1988, which would be 33 years before 1921, which is in the same path as the other world. Okay, good. So I'm glad I there's think, a rhythm here. I think it's the other world <laughs> because she uses the orb, right? And right. we said, like, that gold orb, it looks like it transfers worlds, not time. Right. So she went to the other world. And I think that it's Jonas the Stranger. He got a glow up. He looks like Mutt from uh, Schitt's Creek. <laughs> and... Um, but yeah, I think that's where it is. I bet that's in the other worlds and he's in the 1880s now, which is crazy. Okay. So I have to say that, uh, when she does come in through this, like Frankenstein scene, that's essentially black and white. Like it's not black and white, but it like might as well be, you know, but, um, I like this Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) He's not. Ooh, uh, I I don't know if it's like is he wearing a vest or yeah. like maybe he's just like you got just, a haircut. I just <laughs> like <laughs> this like steampunk aesthetic. It's the 1880s, man. Never, yeah, never like uh, this Jonas, me likey. <laughs> but um, it's and something too just about like uh the the lighting. It's like backlit and they're you know walking towards each other and there's this just. You know, you get this sense of, like, I've searched dimensions for you, and here you are. You know, there's something yeah. really beautiful here. The best the part, they're not related anymore. Hooray! Right? No, I don't know if that works or not. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of tough. I was like, is this the loophole that they're going to use? Um, but, because if Jonas never existed, I don't know. It's too confusing. Well, yeah. if you never existed, yeah. were you ever related? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's something that hasn't been hasn't been discussed before. So, um, but it doesn't matter because even though uh, it is this like beautiful, teary, full of potential reunion, uh, Marta's like actually I'm not your Marta. Sorry. Yep, no, not your Marta. Um, she's she's from the other world, and. Uh, she's here to help him find the origin, the beginning of everything, and I've heard this before. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know what the origin is, um, but I think that she said it would be it was the beginning of everything in both worlds, right? Right. So um, <coughs> somewhere the head of the snake is eating the tail of the snake, right? And mm-hmm. so um, that's kind of where they seem to be in a crossover um and and i don't know if you there were a couple scenes here where someone was drawing like an infinity sign Mm -hmm. and uh you know a big part of the infinity sign is it's two loops right and so that actually makes sense to me that there is an intersection between these two loops where everything does begin and end and so 
Where will that take us? Well, I love that. That's really good, Elisa. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Okay, so I think that that's kind of the uh, overall yep. uh, general discussion of what we saw, how we reacted. Yeah. So I think maybe we should move into more, like, theories now. Sure. So, like, uh, what... You have so much more knowledge than me. Go ahead. Unleash. So, it's hard right now. I don't know if I have too many theories, more, like, questions. Like, I do want to know what's happening in the other world, right? Like, I mean, I guess maybe it just ended, but I feel like there's maybe more threads. Like, I don't want to lose all the threads from, like, the 80s and the 50s. Maybe those stories are just over, and maybe we're just in this new world now. And there's only eight episodes, I think, in the series. So we might be just, it might just be this world. But I would like to see a continuation of some of the storylines in the other worlds, too. Okay, that's interesting because I feel very much that uh, we are going to open the next episode in um, either 1980, in the 80s, or in, like, the future. Um, In in the other world's future, right? In the other world's future. Because, yeah, in 2052 in the other world... Ellie was still there. We don't know what happened to Charlotte in that world. Charlotte touched Ellie, and, like, I think she got transported. I definitely think that's where we're going to pick yeah. up. And, like, I, oh, I hope so. That would be cool. So, like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, too, are we going to go to the 1980s and 1950s in the new world? Because, like, I think we probably have to see what happened to Helg. And, like, was it still Ulrich? And Ulrich didn't have to go back to save Mikkel in this world. So maybe it's not going to be Ulrich this time um because hmm. he doesn't have an in, an incentive to go back you know what i mean well and you also have to wonder about so if if this new world that we are experiencing uh is the cast without Jonas, um then what role is Jonas going to have like is he going to be a disruptor is he going to be a narrator is he going to be a messiah savior like they keep saying he's all of the above right like he's uh he ruins all the shit and like he's been called the savior so it's uh it's hard to say you know and and i do think that we are like i i don't think that the i don't think the threads from the last uh seasons are dead i think that we're going to pick them up although um you know I think it'll be next episode, but maybe it'll be, like, the penultimate episode. Like, you know, maybe we'll establish this new world uh, for a while, and then we'll think we'll be comfortable, and we'll be launched right back into (laughs) 2052, right? Is that the year? Yeah, Yeah. 2052. (laughs) 2053, I can't remember, but they're one of those uh, times. But it's, um, no, it's just really exciting to see, like, where it's going to go and see how they're going to connect everything. I do kind of have faith in the writers. I know we talked we talked about their problems. I'm glad we addressed that, too. Um, I do feel like they've had a plan, and, like, what I've read about the reviews is that, like, they don't disappoint with the ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, and I think what I heard about them is that they wrote it, like, all three seasons they wrote at the same time. Like So, like, okay. they presented it. They were ready. Like, they had this all planned, like, from the beginning. And it's pretty evident from season one, like, through season two that it was planned out. So, if this is true, and this is the last season, they're not going to do any more. So it is the last cycle. Hopefully, like, it'll be planned out. Okay, so you're telling me that, yeah. uh, like, from the onset of this story in production, yeah. it was presented as a complete story. Three like, seasons. It's not an ongoing production writing process. I've heard it was always meant to be three seasons. Okay, yeah. um, uh-huh. and so, like, so is this entire show produced already? Like, is it? Yeah, okay, it's done. So and, like, they finished, yeah. like, just before COVID. Like, I think they had to, like, okay. do a few things, like... 
you know, production touch-ups or whatever. Like, I think it was affected by COVID and like, they still did get it done, but, um, well, and you know, and, and I like, uh, you know, I would really like to watch and read more about their choices and the directions they've gone on a few of these things. Um, you know, like my immediate reaction is to really vilify, um, some of these choices that they've made concerning disability, but like, I, you know, I need to do a little research about these characters and I need to also see where they're going because, uh, you know, maybe there is a very intentional story that's being told here. Uh, maybe, well, I mean, it gives me hope that if everything was presented as a complete package, uh, you know, I'm just so scarred these days of like, I just don't want this great story to, you know, go down in flames like other narratives that I've committed my life to. I'm not going to name names, but (laughs) (laughs) early reviews are good. So I am encouraged by that. Um, Obviously, we'll have to see. But um, I think I think I think it's headed. I think I'm definitely curious to see where it's going to go. I'll tell you that much. Well, (laughs) I I think that for uh, the pilot, you know, for the opener of this season, I think it definitely checked off a lot of boxes for fans that were hoping to see some, you know, uh, return on some stories. Just maybe not the way they were expecting, right? No, I mean, yeah, it was it was really hard coming into this episode, like. Where are they going to start? Where are they going to go from here? And um, uh, it was cool to just see it on screen. Well, and I keep saying it was like a, it was a stretch of the brain, right? Um, yeah. A couple scenes where you're like, woof, we got to get turned around again. Um, but I think that really just we've said it in a, in a lot of different ways. But really what I think that this season appears to be is a prism of what if we hold this new lens to this same story like what what spectrum of possibility can we have and we're seeing all of that now right in this alternate dimension these alternate uh slants of characters so i'm excited to see where that goes yeah and they had to have fun in the writer's room like playing these different twists and like uh seeing what they could come up with for the new worlds too Mm -hmm. didn't hit a home run with all of them obviously and but uh it is cool seeing just like i bet they just like uh, writer's dream probably just like go back and like have this like well-received series and then be able to like reshoot the same episode basically it's like basically a remake of episode okay. one okay and so you know? I, I you know i kind of have mixed feelings about that yeah uh, because in in a lot of ways like i think it's great to uh you know retell this story <coughs> with more of like a female narrative like a more female mm-hmm. lead but also kind of like i was saying earlier like is it just kind of opportunist to be like, ah, we don't really know where we're going to go, so we're going to redo what we've already done. You know? I was, I, it's a good point. I was thinking about that too. Um, but there's enough differences here where I'm I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and see where they're going to go with it. So. Well, so. and, and I, 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 I do want to have hope that uh, it's not just, uh, you know, it, it's not all smoke and mirrors, right? Like, yeah. It is uh, intentional, and there is a direction that's going here, and that's that's what I want to lean into and believe. Uh, but stay tuned because you know I do have some big issues with some of the way that uh, it's been presented. So we're good, you know, like let's hope that's addressed. Yeah, uh, we'll have to see about that. There's, I mean, there's issues too. I mean, like there's no diversity, you know, on the show either, like uh, in terms of like racial what diversity. A pale you know? white yeah. rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, there's, there's definitely problems with that and, uh, casting with that wise, but, um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens next. With well, and you know, we're all, uh, awakening. No, yeah. And, none uh, of us are the same yeah. people that we were, uh, you know, a few months ago. And so yeah. 
You also have to wonder, and something we haven't talked about, and I, I know we've been talking for a long time, but this is kind of one of my final parting notes, is, um, you know, we haven't talked about uh, when this was produced, when mm-hmm. it was planned to be launched, like, mm-hmm. you know, November 4th, 2019. Like, what were we doing then versus what we're doing yeah. on, uh, you know, June 27th, 2020? Like- <laughs> the world is a lot different, and um, yeah, it would be interesting to see if, like, uh, if things would have changed if it was, uh, you know, post all of post all of everything that's happened you know well you know there is something really refreshing about being able to be like well we're living one uh, one of those alternate dimension lifestyles of yeah. november 4th to november 2 to 2020 is yeah. what if there was a coronavirus during that time <laughs> yeah that would, that would be a good twist if they put in the coronavirus for uh, dark season three so well, we're living it yeah so no need yeah <laughs> All right, so um, it's about like uh, two forty-seven here, and we are—we've had such a good time, but we're gonna sign off for right now. And uh, just thank you for listening. If it's your first time, um, you could help the show by subscribing. Uh, five stars, please, on iTunes. It's weird they only let you do five stars for some reason. Really? And um, also, if you could follow me on Twitter at Wake Up Winden, that would be much appreciated. And. Uh, yeah, subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts, and um, we'll try to bring you more from season three. Um, anything else, Elisa? Hey, you know, I am excited. I like this world, and let's find out where the next, uh, you know, when's the next event. <laughs> All right, so signing off for now. Hope you guys are enjoying the new season, and uh, go watch episode two. All right, take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.